It was April of 2009, and we stood on the parade field, preparing our hearts and minds to be bestowed the coveted tambourine. And although our minds had not quite figured out what was wrong, our hearts knew that there was something amiss with what was going on that day. We could look to our left and see somebody who met the standard clearly, but when we looked to our right, we wondered how that person made it through. The problem of the parade field on that day was that there were way too many bodies on the graduation side of the fence. The question that we are presenting and we are going to attack today is the issue of gatekeeping. In defense of gatekeeping is going to be controversial, and so let's prepare ourselves. It has a place, it has a standard. However, when misjudged, we go awry. As we passed from the graduation field and were filtered into our appropriate companies and squads and platoons, everybody from that class wondered, well, most everybody, there were certainly exceptions, but most everybody wondered where they measured up. They were robbed of something. They were robbed by the bureaucrat's greed, by somebody's desire for a promotion. They didn't know where it came from, but they knew that something wasn't right. Team leaders were forced to try to figure out quickly, which never ended quickly, whether or not they received the person who was allowed to skate through the selection process or if the person who was now in their measure of responsibility actually measured up to the standard. They had to take account for factors that they were not originally responsible for. Who had passed the buck? Who had made the decision? Who had let the standard slide? We could all tell ourselves back when it was hard, but really, was that day long past or was it gone? Was it today or was it yesterday? The problem that we have with the conversation about gatekeeping is it's entirely one-sided. Anytime there's a standard set and somebody doesn't meet that standard, they are free to claim to the world, I was being gate-kept out of the community. Somebody didn't want me there because of my status, because of my skin color, because of my pick your choice, pick your excuse. And while we recognize that the history of our people, the human people, is one that includes many, many atrocities and many, many examples of picking and choosing who are the winners and losers by arbitrary means, we also must be met with the fact that there is a standard to achieve that we desire to be worthy of something. If you want to be worthy of a standard, you cannot tear that standard down. You cannot have your cake and eat it too. You cannot be worthy of the achievement while discrediting that achievement as well. The only man who is not a part of the club is the man who thinks, I wish they would honor me, but I don't want to pay my dues. It's a strange game we must play. You cannot be an island to yourself, and part of the community at the same time. 
in the military, we admire things like standards. We admire achievement, at least those of us in the enlisted ranks. There are always examples of people who betray the standard, who do not own up to or do not measure up to the valor they claim. There is even stolen valor, which goes to the extreme in claiming achievement that one did not make. But what would that stolen valor be worth if the achievement itself did not already exist? What would be the value of claiming that you were in a position, you were worthy of some standard, if in the same breath you complain that the standard wasn't even good? The problem with gatekeeping as we address it is that some people are allowed to complain about gatekeeping in such a way that sets them up for the exact purpose, person, sets them up as the exact person who in any set of standards would exclude them. Instead of measuring up to the standard, they desire to tear it down as if that would give them the valor of the achievement. When we go back to the story of Ranger Battalion, it was April of 2009. And many of us on that parade field had been preparing ourselves physically and mentally for months, if not years, to meet the standards that were going to be set before us. We heard tale after tale after tale on how 125 or so men would enter into the class, but maybe 30 would pass. Maybe it was 25. The attrition rate was so high that the valor, the value of graduating was esteem. Those who had undergone the process and, and been proven worthy of the achievement were given the tambourine. But for us, we started with over 300 and graduated with what? 280, 285. We knew that some people had quit. We knew that some people had failed the standards, but by no means did we even approach that attrition rate that was fabled in the past. And so that left us wondering not whether or not we... That left us wondering instead of with a sense of achievement. We didn't have that courage, that bolstering, uh, that bolstering strength that comes from doing something difficult. Instead, we were left wondering which one of us was just allowed through for numbers' sake. The whole value of the, the hardship was robbed of us. We, wanted, we, we, we stepped up to the plate. We volunteered to do something difficult. We decided to submit ourselves to the judgment of the instructors. But when it came to judgment day, we were not given mercy, but apathy. Sure, you're close enough, I guess, but it's not for me to decide who passes anymore. And that left within us not only a loss of sense of achievement, but something much, much worse. We didn't have our call to adventure. We didn't have our defining moment, which many of us may have misplaced as a warning. 
but the achievement was gone. And in, and in its place, we were once again left wondering if we were still boys, not yet become men, thrust into a man's world, trying to figure out how do I communicate to my team leader that I will be worthy? What kind of a burden is it to place on those with a mission set before them that they must divide their attention between figuring out how to accomplish the already challenging goal and trying to discern whether the guy that was forced under you is no longer or is or is not worthy of a standard that you are not in charge of defining. What a difficult place to be. And perhaps that trend has continued on. The military has suffered embarrassment after embarrassment after embarrassment of people harrowed as leaders and brought before the public as grand examples of inclusivity or whatever. They're told that they're brave and bold, not because they charged into gunfire, not because they saved a fellow soldier, not because they put their own lives at risk, but because they simply identified as something, which conveniently now gives them a legal excuse not to deploy. Imagine being that guy on the team who thinks, I am a part of this if they would just like me, but every time there's a standard to be met, you weasel your way out of it. What type of cretin does that take to look at the standard and say, I'm better than it simply for existing? The topic of gatekeeping is so relevant in all parts of society. Colleges gatekeep students who don't meet the standard. Gun culture doesn't let people in because they're not veterans or whatever. And gatekeeping as a term, to give it grace, appears to signify, appears to describe somebody preventing others from being a part of something for reasons other than the standard. Maybe that's a good definition, and if that's the case, gatekeeping is wrong. If the standard for participation is that you're an American citizen and you believe in the right to bear arms, if that is the standard, then we should not prevent people from being a part of the community so long as they meet the standard. But something as ambiguous as gun culture is much broader than that. We have other values as well. Some of them are things like the right to privacy, the right to property, the right to dispense of your earnings as you desire so long as it doesn't void or infringe on the rights of another man, we are supposed to, in this country, be allowed to, not even allowed to, we have the right to being able to go into our home and not expect spying. We have the right to own property, even own a rifle, without the government knowing where it is, what it is, what type it is. 
So when we think of these as our values as a gun culture, but we require standards that are not only unspoken but inconsistent, then we might be accused of gatekeeping. However, what are the circumstances where holding the line is appropriate? If we have unwritten standards, it becomes difficult, but it is not impossible. The breadth of gun culture it does reach further than simple written lines, although we have standards that must be met. There's a famous line that has been said over and over, I wouldn't, I wouldn't join any club that would have me, which is a, kind of a strange thing to say. I mean, if you, die, if you dissect it into different components, I wouldn't, choice, join any, submit, humble oneself, a club that would have me, which means any club that you... You admit that you meet no standards for any club, so any club that would have you has standards so low that your presence would discredit the club itself. This statement is not a statement of courage, but when you say, I wouldn't join any club that would have me, it's actually self-degradation. Raise yourself to a higher standard, if you can. The idea of holding a standard is not easy. The standard must be an upright one. It must be one worthy of pursuit. The standard itself has to be defined in some senses while we will acknowledge that there is room for human ambiguity. The standard must be worthy of those who achieve it, and those who achieve it must be worthy of the standard. This Ouroboros asp, this circular pattern between the man and the standard is a continual process, but we know it when it is broken. We know it when standards are lowered to meet the appearance of success. We know it when standards are eased so that people will not feel bad. And instead of it creating a more inclusive environment, it creates a resentful one. Those who met the standard have no choice but to struggle with not looking down upon those who are allowed in, and those who are allowed in are going to consistently be resentful against those who met the standard. You cannot have a community without something to circle the wagons around. So when we talk about gatekeeping, we must recognize that acceptance, inclusivity, is not itself a standard. It is not something to be aimed for. Rather, we want to call people to be worthy of the achievement and inspire them, equip them, and encourage them to do so. It is not, it is not the same thing as lowering the standards if we prepare those to meet them. We raise our children to be worthy of honors. We don't lower the value of honors to be worthy of our children. A team leader who allows his private to get by with not meeting the standard does not do that private a service. 
a professor who allows students to pass even though they do not have the simplest and most basic comprehension of the subject does not do service to the student who is not worthy of the class, but rather lowers the value of that subject to nothing. It has been said that what men desire most in our contemporary age is to be called to a cause worthy of sacrifice. But if you are not willing to sacrifice anything, do not complain when you do not meet the requirements of the call to adventure. Gatekeeping is a term that needs to be defined, and it needs to be defined as something that not only discredits the standard, but it also prevents people who have met the standard from participation. Some of those standards are written. Take, for example, something like ranger school. There are hard standards. You must be able to do so many push-ups, or you, may, you must be able to complete certain physical exercises. You must be able to do a, a, be cert, a, at least competent in land navigation. You must be able to meet these physical standards and these skill level standards, but there are also standards that are not so, let's just say, easily defined. Your peers have to approve of your passing, so to speak. And, there are the, and once you involve people, there are problems. When I was in ranger school, at one point in time, I was in a squad where I think it was me and one other person from ranger battalion, and everybody else had come from something like OCS. So everybody had their friends that they had been working along with, they had, many of them had continued on through a training pipeline, but the two of us were the odd men out. That means we had to work to be in the good graces of sorts. We had to, be, we had to work to function within the team so that our team did not have the convenient excuse of saying, those two don't meet the standard. There is peer reviews in ranger school, or at least there was when I went through. I think I've lost a little bit of... Uh, I'm no longer up to speed with everything that's going on in every corner of the pipeline that I was from. And so when you fail, when you lower the standard to allow people to pass, you do not honor the standard, but you dishonor both the student and the cause which they are sacrificing themselves for. How does this distill down into something as broad and ambiguous as gun culture? I think it's safe to say that we know what gatekeeping is when we see it, generally speaking. However, we are at risk of calling any standard we don't like simply to be gatekeeping. We want to inspire one another to be worthy of the standard without turning that standard into the antagonist which excludes those worthy of achievement.
This is where gun culture has to deal with difficult questions. What are our values? What do we consider important to us? What does it mean to be a citizen? How do we act with dignity? How do we act with honor? And so when we are encountering situations where there is a club and we are not part of it, be wary of certain attitudes which will tempt you. Their club is not worthy of my time. Okay, then don't, you don't need to talk about it. Let's not be so petty that we're dragged around by the imposed whims of people we do not know. Gun culture is broad. There are so many of us. There are manufacturers. There are participants. There are competitors. There are veterans. There are citizens. There are commentators. There is somebody like me who is talking to you through a microphone and a screen. We have reason to be united, of course. But beware about calling for unity. You may sow division. If you desire to be worthy of a standard, you must pursue the standard and not betray it. If it is your responsibility to uphold the standard, do not betray the value of your achievement by lowering the standard out of false compassion. Do not mistake weakness in yourself for compassion. Inspire people to be worthy of the standard. Do not lower it to the lowest common denominator. Why is it that we complain so much about how we pursue that lowest common denominator, but we ourselves rarely rise to the occasion of being higher? By saying something is lower, we do not elevate ourselves, but we lower ourselves to the position of a cackling horde. You see this often. You see, we see this often in various strange levels. Why is it? Do not pursue, that's probably a better way of saying it, do not pursue a cheap way to become just as good. Because instead of achieving that standard, you are lowering yourself to somebody who is not worthy of the standard. Instead, be honest about your intentions. Do not betray the values that you seek by choosing instead to tear those values down. He who destroys the house is not worthy of another. Instead, raise yourself up to the standard. Put in the effort. Make, it, make yourself worthy of the work you do. If you were the man in charge of holding the gate, holding the keys to the gate, only allow those who are worthy to pass, but be humble yourself, for if you do not meet the standard, 
pass those keys on to somebody who does. Have that integrity. If you are the man who is working his way through the achievement process and all you can do is complain about the standard, check yourself. You may just be making excuses for not being worthy. If the standard has been corrupted by fools and knaves, work your way to correct it. We desire to be called to a challenge worthy of our efforts. Do not discredit all that is worthy because it is just called gatekeeping. It is not uh, the the, uh, the purpose of this conversation is not to say that there are not those who impose immoral or inappropriate standards on those that they observe. There, there are clearly going to be people out there who are not worthy of it by character, but still decide to keep others out to protect the exclusivity of their position. An exclusive club must be worthy of that exclusivity. If it is your job to hold the standard, if it is your place to hold the keys, do so knowing that you hold a position of authority and responsibility. You are responsible for the hearts and the minds of those who are seeking the approval of the standard. You are not the standard, but you are a part of it. If you are seeking to be worthy of the standard, keep your eye on the goal. Train yourself in discipline to be worthy of it. If you are on the other side, if you are of the standard, do not discredit the achievement. And if you are in pursuit of it, do not spoil your victory by cheating your way through. In all that we do, if we deliberately choose though what the standard is, whether it is within your friend group, whether it is in your organization, whether it is in your community, be honest, have humility, and courage. Those two should never be separated. Courage without humility can oftentimes become arrogance, brashness, brazenness. Humility without courage is something perhaps more ugly. It is cravenness, whining and complaining. Instead, as we go forward, we can look to the past and see where men have built standards worthy of pursuit. And because other men have done it, we can do it too. So as we go forth in gun culture, as we go forth in America, if you're going to set a standard, be worthy of it. If you are not going to be set a standard, you have no grounds on which to complain. So as we close, go forth and conquer. <laughs>